Hey everyone, really quick, right before we get into today's episode, David versus Goliath has a new store on its website where you can get hats, mugs, t-shirts, hoodies. Pretty cool. Check it out. David versus Goliath podcast.com. Thanks for watching. Coming up today on David versus Goliath. Be clear on what and the how becomes easy. Which I exactly, I absolutely, absolutely love it. Think about how much it would have cost you to get this kind of advice. This is priceless. Welcome to today's episode of David versus Goliath, a podcast dedicated to helping small businesses leverage technology to not only help them compete against their large competitors, but win. Your host is currently the CEO of Anthem Business Software, a free-time Inc. 500 recipient and a serial entrepreneur with a passion to help small businesses everywhere find, serve, and keep more customers profitably. Please join me in welcoming your host, Adam DeGrade. Hey everyone, it's Adam DeGrade from David vs. Goliath Podcast. We're so grateful to have you. Today we're going to be interviewing Jacqueline Mack from Live Your Dreams Like a Boss, aka Jacqueline Mack Coaching. This is going to be such a fun interview and I can't wait to kick it off with you in a few seconds. Before we start though, today's interview is brought to you by Anthem Software where you can find, serve, and keep more customers profitably with their all-in-one solution built specifically for small business of software, marketing, and consulting. Take the 120-second video tour at anthemsoftware.com. Also, I've mentioned over the last few weeks, my book is out, The Adventures of Jackson, the Young Field Mouse. You can find that on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Simply type in Adam DeGrade, that's D-E-G-R-A-I-D-E, and you'll be able to find that book. You can visit us online at davidvsgoliathpodcast.com, where you can subscribe to receive email updates and apply to be on the podcast. We've had some fantastic applications over the last few days, and we are so excited to be bringing those interviews to you in the coming weeks. You're not going to be disappointed. So don't be shy. If you've got a great business, if you've got a great story, don't be afraid to apply right there on the David versus Glide podcast applica- uh, website, and we really look forward to interviewing you in the future. But with all that being said, let's get right to it with Jacqueline Mack. Jacqueline, welcome to the David versus Goliath podcast. Hey, Adam. I'm so glad to be here. I've been so excited about this interview because it's not very often that I get to talk to people that coach people like me. It's because it, I can only imagine it's one of the most difficult things in the world is to get me to pay attention to just about anything. And, uh, and you work with people like me all the time. For the watchers and the listeners, Jacqueline and I had the privilege of working together uh, a few companies back with Astonish Results. She was one of our lead trainers, training thousands of insurance agents at the time. And uh, after that business, when I sold it, moved on, she went on to start her own uh, business, Jacqueline Mack Coaching. And now it's Live Your Dreams Like a Boss, which, which I exactly, I absolutely, absolutely love it. But Jacqueline, from the moment I met you, your energy was infectious. And people, when you, you know, it's almost like there's certain people when they walk in a room, they demand attention. 
And you're definitely one of those people. And it was such a great time to work with you. And I'm so grateful to have you on the podcast. I'd love for you to give the watchers and the listeners a little bit of the evolution of, you know, where you started in business to how you ended up here, because it's never a straight line. There's usually a great story behind it. So let's get right to it. Absolutely. Thanks, Adam. Yes, I um, same thing here. I think energy is contagious. Like, you know, we always say you're either a Tigger or an Eeyore, right? right. (laughs) Glasses half full, half empty, or what glass, right? So I actually, my story is pretty cool because I've always lived my life with no regrets. So did the traditional route of college, jumped right into my first job right out of college, was lucky, brought me down to Orlando, actually in Celebration, Florida, and uh, worked in corporate health and wellness in the medical field, right? So great, thought it was my dream job, even at the early age of 20 something, thought it was my dream job and this is where I was going to be forever. But I knew deep down, this was just a stepping stone. I was meant for something more. And I think that's where we get taught so much here. And yet we don't drop into here, which is our purpose, our soul, what God divinely designed us as. Because technically, Adam, we're just cells in a soul, right? (laughs) We're just energy. And it's our job to just live out our purpose. This is why I'm on a mission and on a passion on this whole trajectory to help others live out their dreams, whether it is climbing that corporate ladder, whether it's starting a new business, whether it's stopping what they signed up for, living out other people's expectations when their dream or their song is dying inside. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you're 30 years old or 60 years old. Having that awakening is critical to just live out your life, which is what we're here to do is live, not just exist, right? So through the all triumphs and challenges, yeah, my, my roadmap looks like a crazy loop-de-loo roller coaster. It's no like straight line, which I think most entrepreneurs find when they get into their, their sweetness and their genius along the way. So corporate America to another corporate America job working actually at the Human Performance Institute was, was fun. And that's when I got laid off and I found you. Like I thought that was my dream job. Got handed a severance package in my early twenties. Like, what do I do with this? Right. And uh, we crossed paths and it wasn't about the how. Like, how do I take the next step? How do I find another job? It always led me back to who. It's Mm. always who. Because the how becomes easy once you know who. That's when hiring a coach, when Olympic athletes know what to do, they still have a who. Um, And how I met you was through a roommate because she was waiting tables and boom. I couldn't have planned that. Oh, that's right. right. That's right. I totally forgot. That's how I met. That's how I met her was through. She was one of the servers. And this is a really good point, by the way, for the watchers and listeners and people that have employees. Man, you can find great people in restaurants if they serve you. And I, I know it's terrible to take people out of restaurants right now because they need so many people. But some of the best employees that I've had and people that I've worked alongside with have been excellent servers in restaurants. And that's right. That's exactly how we met. I, I remember that now. And so then you came, you joined us, and you decided you're going to do the whirlwind tour with Tim and Adam and John Boudreaux and yeah. all of you us maniacs. You on the road. You're like, you'll travel a few days a week here and there. And here I was Monday through Saturday because I always got stuck in California, which is not a bad place to be stuck, by the way, back then. Um, so, yeah, it was great. It was a good 11 months because uh, I planned my wedding during that year, too. So I was literally on the road Monday morning in a different city, different hotel, two different rental cars, two different hotels, different airlines every single day. And um, it was always because I was intentional with my plan. I had a backup plan and I loved what I was doing. I was literally empowering, impacting small mom and pops insurance agencies, uh, you know, thrive and compete against the big players. And 
that was a, it was a really awesome position, which actually was a big catalyst to my coaching because that gave me more clarity, more confidence, more practice in, in what I love to do. Yeah. It, it's almost like, it's practice. almost like you should have been paying me, Jackie. It's too. It, <laughs> well, it, it, it'll be it'll be reciprocal. I promise. This is why we're connecting again, Adam. And always, I, I know, I know it is. So, Jackie, that it's it's a great story to remember back in the traveling and the tuition, and uh, you know, there's so many so many things that I've even done in my life that have led to where I am today. And so, it's fascinating to see how many entrepreneurs you had the experience, even those small businesses. There's greatness in those leaders, even at the smallest size, right? And so helping call that out of them has to be rewarding and fulfilling. Now, when you're deciding to work with a client because you work with, I would imagine you don't take every client on. Um, you're trying to find somebody that's a right fit for you. You know, tell the, tell the watchers and listeners, like, exactly what would you do? Like, let's say, for example, you interviewed me and I said I was looking for this. And you said, okay, this makes perfect sense, Adam. And here's exactly how I would work with you to take you to the next level. What would you do exactly? How would you start? Yeah, well, I think it's honestly, it has to be a good synergetic match. Like personalities, like I think out is the old selling techniques of saying, this is what you need. This is what I have. And uh, if this isn't for you and the takeaway thing and you hook them back in anyways, right? Because that's where most of my experience has been all throughout my 20 plus years of of just living as a business professional in the sales space. So I know all the tactics. I, I don't like the greasy car stuff and I don't like the pressure sales. And honestly, I don't have to even get on discovery calls anymore. I think of a lot of people in the entre entrepreneurial consulting space think oh, I have to do a 90 minute dog and pony show and show them what I can do and break through in 90 minutes something so they can see my worth. In all reality, I just show up and I be me, right? Because I know authentically if they like what they see as me and who I am and how I be versus what I do, it's going to be a match because my job isn't to do this stuff for them. That's consulting, right? I'm in coaching and mentoring. I'm going to ignite or activate within them or help them remove the blocks in the way from going to the next level because a lot of the next level stuff is here. 80% of the battle is here. It'll talk you into or out of what you should, could, or need, or have to do. And if we drop down into here, which is a soul-based business person, right? That's your purpose. Like mm. your authentic through a self will be there. Your intuition won't lie to you. Some people don't even know how to trust that. So I just know like along the way, and now where I'm at, based on what all the things I've done, where I was hustling and grinding and had to and should, and everybody else was doing it, that. No, there has to be an easier way, especially when I became a mom, because time became whoop, <laughs> almost non-existent into what I wanted to dedicate to working in or on a business. Mm. So I don't actually have like anything further than some small questions, maybe an application if you're not willing to answer those in a, in a quick chat or email. And that's it. And then we jump on a, an, on our first call. And that's really how I'm enrolling people now, because that's great. We build things out too big. For no reason, I feel like these days. And it really should be more of, are you committed to the results as much as I already am to you, right? Because I'm going to show up either way. But if they're not, it'd be like hiring a personal trainer and going to the gym and watching the trainer lift the weights, right? And you're expecting your muscles to grow. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, by the way, I, I actually, I like that program. How do I, how can I, how can I get on that program, Jackie? That sounds like exactly what honestly, I'm looking for. 
there, there's Adam, you know this though. There's no quick fix. There's no magic pill in business. It's like yeah. the same strategies you teach your clients when it comes to finding, selling, keeping their customers works for every single person. The people it doesn't work for are the people who don't work the plan and don't show up and do it consistently. You know that. Oh yeah, right? it's totally true. It's totally true. It's fat. It's, you know, it's amazing that you said that because, you know, uh, you know, you being a, being a trainer, I, I remember thousands of insurance agents at the time, you know, we would all get back together after you get off the road and we debrief together. And we all kind of came to the same conclusion that it was in a lot of ways, very rewarding, but in some ways incredibly frustrating because when you think or when you realize that there's a certain percentage of clients that you work with that you want their success more than they want their success, you, you almost there's nothing you can do at that point. You can't help them anymore because it has to be in them. I remember a meeting where uh, Tim was there and there was five. Actually, I, I actually held a meeting very similar to this. And uh, the, the business will remain anonymous. They were sitting around and there was five owners in the business. And it was a family business, Jackie. And so it got to the point where we were talking about revenue growth, growth. And I looked at him. I said, now, which one of you is in charge of revenue growth? And they all looked at each other. And I said, oh, I see what's going on here. This is the five federal heads of insanity. Because if none of you, if, if all of you are in charge, none of you are in charge. And helping them identify that was important. But you can't, you know, the, the old saying always goes, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. And that yeah. and that's really is true when it comes to consulting. Now, when you're working with, are you working primarily with like A-type personalities? Or do you have work with entrepreneurs of different types of personalities? I mean, what's your, what, you know, I think that would be interesting. It doesn't matter to you yes. or? No, I mean, it, it matters, but it doesn't matter. Like busy, successful um, C-level executive, entrepreneur, not sure. Most of my clientele nowadays, honestly, they already have hit some success and they either hate what they are doing, they want to fall back in love with it, or they're too busy or they're super successful and feel guilty for wanting more. Those are usually the types that I'm, that are gravitated towards me because there's a lot to be said and done there in ways that they, the doing and the busyness and the hustling and the grinding, and they honestly have to build up new boundaries to break down business boundaries to level up exponentially to impact whoever they're serving, but also to exponentially grow their, their profits and their resources to grow a bigger business. Right. Mm, yeah. And they also need to tap into intention, intention and our attention is where our energy is going to go. Right. And that's where we're going to grow. And this is why I love challenges. People bring me the juiciest, most, you know, dumbfounding, can't get over it type of challenges. That's where I thrive because I am a recovering perfectionist. I am a recovering control freak and I am a type A personality alpha. And yet I don't have to take that on, but I get to help them see things in different ways and mm. take off the blinders because the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Totally. And embrace the change and, and change is going to happen. That's what's guaranteed in life, right? You're either going to change and grow or you're going to not die, right? And, and that's the whole thing of living versus existing, you know, waiting till someday or when I make X amount, I don't care how much a business is made or how successful they think they are. It's not until they decide where do they really want to be? What do they really desire? And desire is different than want and need, right? Even though sometimes I could say, Adam, you know, what do you want? And you're like, blah, 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 right? And I can say, Adam, 
no, what do you desire? And then you're like, oh, great. That, that puts a heavier weight on the word, right? Because we really want to focus on when you desire, you can have it like this. You really can. It's already done. Like, and it's, and it's not woo woo metaphysics, even though there's a lot more science supporting that, but it's very practical science based, you know, information that we're, we're learning more and more about, but you've got to be clear on it first, be clear on what and the how becomes easy. Yeah, man, I tell you, that is so, that is so awesome. And for the watchers and listeners and Jackie, we're going to head to a break here in a second, but for the watchers and listeners, I'm getting chills just thinking about this because, you know, you can do just about anything in your life that you, that you're called to do. And I really believe, and Jackie knows this because we've spent enough time together over the years that there's, there's a hidden giant inside of you that actually, actually wants to be called out. There's greatness in everyone I've ever worked with from no matter what position in the business that they worked in. There's something that we all should be longing for and calling us forward to grow in that aspect. And it's amazing. And so Jackie, when we come back from the break, I do want to talk to you a little bit about your control freakish nature, because I think that that's a really important thing for people to realize. You call yourself a recovering one. We're going to find out if that's true, folks. Right after the break, here's a message from our corporate sponsor, Anthem Software. We'll be right back. Anthem Business Software System is designed to specifically help small businesses just like yours find, serve, and keep more customers profitably. We do this by providing you with the most powerful software, automations, and marketing services to help your business compete and win in this ever-changing digital world. Take a short video tour at AnthemSoftware.com. We're back with Jackie Mack, a.k.a. the former control freak. Yes, make it happen, Mac. So that, that was my old business name. And totally. that is now totally. literally burn the bridge, right? Burn the boat. Um, and that's the thing. I, I had a hard time releasing the make it happen part because that's what people resonate with, right? Until people can see and understand how they operate and what they know to be true for themselves and what's possible, what they believe. Because that's what we are. We're a product of our beliefs. We're a product of our decisions. And many of us are burnt out on decision fatigue. It's 2022, right? We have so many media outlets feeding us, trying to sell us and capture our attention, which what's our most valuable resource, Adam? Time. Time and health. Time and health. You can have all the time in the world. If you don't have your health, that's not going to do you much, right? So it's t- to me, they're equal. Time and health. And you, you could be a bazillionaire. You cannot buy back the time. I can't buy back the last two seconds. And I'm very intentional who I invest my time with. I don't say yes to every podcast I can be on. I say yes to the people I know there's going to be a synergy of give and take a win, 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 win for everyone. Right. Um, so yeah, the control freak is a win for me. Right. Now, if it's, I talk, if I ask strength. your husband, is she still a control <laughs> freak or the kids? If I ask the kids, you know, what, what are they going to, what are they going to say? Are they going to say she's recovering or are they going to say, they're going to say mom is reco- that's recovering though, right? You're never over something. You're never over. You're never over it. You're never over a death, right? I just had a, a, one of my colleagues have a death. I'm like, look, someone's going to tell you it, it'll be fine in three months. You never get over things. That's why I say recovering perfectionist, recovering control freak, because I'm aware of it. 
and I'm intentional to use it at my advantage when it's purposeful, yeah. when it's going to serve me and others. And I'm aware when I'm like, mm, I need to pull back because this isn't the right time or place. And it's, it's, it's either unacceptable or just not necessary. Right. But I own it. Yeah, it's I great. own it. I don't hide from it. I don't say, well, that's that weird thing that I have. It's just what it is. And, and it's a part of my genius. I, yes, yes, part of your genius. I have a little confession to make, too. Uh, people that know me might tell you that I'm slightly a control freak as well, too. But, you know, one of the things that I learned on that is that is so amazing. So, for example, just even with this podcast. So, when I came up with the idea for the podcast, you know, David versus Goliath, I really want to champion small business owners. So I took on everything. I was doing, you know, the interviewing, the editing, the animations. And, you know, because I wanted to make sure that the initial product that was put out was controlled by the maniac who's in his brain. But as the vision gets bigger than just yourself, you need to add team members and you have to expand your thinking. And one of the best things that I learned early on is that I want to do things that give me energy. Because if I'm doing the things in my life that give me energy, then that's giving me the ability to have other people do things that give them energy. Because what might give somebody that works alongside me, my video editor right now on the podcast is fantastic. He's brought some ideas recently, and you'll see them in the coming episodes that are just awesome. And that's because his creativity and his energy is in doing that, where I want my energy to be focused on you. I found myself in the early interviews, Jackie, you know, thinking about how I was going to edit the video while I was interviewing the person that I was interviewing. So, you know, that distracted, uh, you know, focus cannot lead to the best interview. And that's why I'm so grateful to have you on here. When you're dealing with a, with a guy or a gal like me that has, you know, maybe a little bit of ADD, I don't know. I've, I've told you this. They, they named the disease after me. My name is Adam David Degrade. And yes. they named it after me. So much so that I wanted to create an album, a, a record called ADD, ADHD. And every song was no longer than two minutes. And at the end of two minutes, the song would just stop, whether it was done or not. <laughs> so there you go. when you're dealing with a guy like me, you know, how do you get me to stop for a second and say, hey, let's dig in here even though you might want to move on. Yeah, it's a snap. Awareness, drop in, anchors, anchors, right? So again, ADD is not who you are. It doesn't define you. Well, it's technically, it technically it's my initials. It's your initials. So technically, okay, it is you for <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> of course for you. But it's not who you are, right? The, the dysfunction that people label it is not dysfunction unless you let it eradicate and it controls you. It doesn't control you. You are aware of it at times and at times you're not. It's like you're consciously know when you are and you, con you subconsciously know that you're not. So it's just awareness and attention. So, and that's just not just with ADD. It's also with business, with growth, with purpose, with passions, with anything that somebody is trying to overcome, right? Or take to the next level and they've something they've never done before. And so besides awareness, what it takes, honestly, is confidence and courage. Yeah, it's totally. To, you know, to be aware and to admit something just takes a little bit of courage and confidence. And again, not to let that role or title define you. Because that's what I learned early on. Like when, when I got laid off from that corporate job because they were selling to a big company, Johnson & Johnson at the time, and they couldn't tell me that, right? They let off, they let go. Presidents, founders don't no longer there anymore, et cetera, et cetera. I owned it as holy crap, I'm a failure, right? I let that title define me. 
So when that title's taken away, I'm now down here. And I ironically hired my first sales coach two weeks before. And when I got on my first coaching call with them on that Friday, I was laid off on Thursday. I was in tears saying, I have nothing to sell but myself, you know? And she's like, what? What? You know, because she was coaching other salespeople there too. And she's like, I didn't know they let you go and blah, 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 blah. So I just anchor in the fact that you have the ability or not. It's your choice if you believe that you do or not, right? To be aware, to be aware of it and set anchors in or allow. Yeah. And they say, and they always say that awareness is the beginning to making change, right? You know? Oh, totally. Like people that have dependencies on substances, you have to admit that first before you can start to get healthy. Same thing with those of us in business that are running businesses. We have to be willing to have an honest conversation about where our strengths and weaknesses are. Now, when when you're dealing with a leader that has had maybe some uh, a recent failure in their business and their and their self esteem or their um, their passion starts to wane, that is a tough spot for people to be in, right? I mean. All, if you get stuck there. If you yes. get if you get stuck there. And what you're saying is beautiful because it's not always horrible to be in a dark place. It's just very bad to stay in that dark place for too long. And so it sucks when it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. It sucks when it's happening. Totally. But that's that's the that's the critical point of growth. Like you can't have darkness without the light. You can't have light without the darkness, right? But when you boil it all down, that's the area of opportunity for growth, right? And wisdom. And if you don't want to grow, then you're just going to be comfortable and you're not my person. You're, they're not your person either, right? So that's fine. But if you're in a dark place, and that's actually when a lot of people find me, right? They're like, ah, I've either hit this point or I've had success before and I, I don't think I can do it again. I've tried and I'm not doing it again and things have changed and no matter what, nothing's working, nothing's working. I'm like, okay, let's get it all out. What's not working? Why is it not working? What's in the way? Is it limiting beliefs? Is it somebody else? Are you giving away your power? Is it, um, you know, something that's technical and silly? And, you know, if we just look at taking away all the, the, the craziness and the chaos that we get stuck in our head with, right? Because in all reality, it's all a lie and it's going to be over. Mm. It may have happened, but it, again, it doesn't need to define you or the business or that thing unless you allow it. So if you declare it to be true, it's true. It's the same same thing when I tell someone, if you think you can do it, you're right. If you think you can't do it, you're right. I tell my daughters this all the time. And they're like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm like, change your words. Ah, oh, mom. Okay, I can do it. I can do it. Oh, I just did it. And I'm like, it's not magic. It's it's real. It's energy. It's And it's our brain is always looking for the easiest route and we just get in the way. And if you look, Jackie, really carefully right now at the light beaming off my head, you can literally see the energy that is just flaring <laughs> up. Hold on, wait, watch your, this. Your watch chakra. this. Look at this. There's now the, that's your third eye. <laughs> and, and I go in, depression. Let the light back in. <laughs> I can't help myself. Okay. I'm, I'm such a energy, energy, energy flows, right, where the attention goes. So if you want to be stuck in a dark place, go there. But this is what I don't, I, I want to really make this quick point, Adam. Yeah. Feel your feelings. Don't, don't think everything's rosy, posy, positive, poly all the time. Cause that's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to mindset stuff, right? Which is great if you're an optimist realist, but feel it, go through it and feel all the feelings. Cause if not, if you don't process it as my point while you're in it, it's going to sneak back up later. This is why someone's like, this always happens to me. This always happens to me. I run these ads. I run this CRM and blah, blah, blah. This always happens to me. 
Well, are you taking care of the problem in the moment and truly coming to a solution? Or are you only taking care of a piece of it because it's always going to show up? God will continue to give us a lesson, putting other people in our life to teach us a lesson until we get the freaking lesson. Yeah, it's right? great. It's great. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It does take a long time. One of the things I was curious about, though, when you're dealing with someone who has had a lot of success in their life, and they, as you can tell, folks, I'm getting my own uh, free uh, session right now with Jackie, which is awesome. Uh, you know, when you're dealing with somebody who's had a lot of success in their life, you know, I've, I've always, even with my kids and, you know, there's highs and lows, right? And you can't get too focused on one or the other because life balances out in the middle, right? Because inevitably when you're up here, something's going to happen around you circumstantially or to you that'll bring you back down. How do you prepare your executives that you're training and coaching when they're going through a high to not not to let them enjoy it, but to I always tell people it's almost like you want to set up a milestone, right? Like a brick in your life that this success you stake in the ground because inevitably you're going to be down that trail and you're going to lose your way. And if you have a bunch of you know bread on the trail, you're going to forget where you came from. But if you have a bunch of rocks on the trail, you can get back to that point. What are some of the tips that you would do with a guy or a gal that's had a lot of success? They're at their pinnacle. You know, but you also want to make sure that they're prepared when something like that does happen, which is inevitable in humanity. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, just kind of what we just said, it's always happening for you. Nothing's happening to you, right? If, if you believe in God or higher power, which I do, um, I believe I'm going to move on past this. This is just a spiritual person having a human experience. And and that makes it easier and lighter, right? Because here and, and, and celebrating, like, don't just celebrate the big milestones every day, every week celebrate, even if it's just with gratitude and not with bubbles of champagne and, you know, the big caviar meals and the big parties, right? But honoring and celebrating because that is also acknowledging this is what you want more of, right? And you'll attract more of the good stuff and live in it, feel it, have fun. Don't just show up and be like, okay, hit the next milestone. And this is where I became very weak. I wasn't really good at hitting a milestone or making six figures and help in selling, you know, $20 million in six months for another, you know, client and, and celebrating that. Like it was like, I was already focusing on the next prize and life is to be celebrated and lived along the way. It's the journey, not the destination, right? So it's again, being aware, are you present and living and enjoying and celebrating it now because it's happening now as those numbers are going up? And those things are happening and more babies are being born. And and like you said, the kids and the work, it's, it's the balance. And there's no one person that can tell you it's perfect. And there's no one book out there. It's how you feel. Do you feel things are good? Do your kids feel like they're getting the attention? Do you love what you're doing? Is that all working out and it just feels yummy and good to you? And that just looks good on the outside on social media? Because come on, social media only shows this much of the picture, right? Yeah, totally. And if it feels good, then who cares what anybody else thinks? Yeah, totally. If the teacher says you're taking too many vacations with your kids, you know what? Give them the whatever and move on. Because in my reality, life's to be experienced. If it feels good to you and it's not harming another person or soul, it should be fine, right? And that's really living your truest life. And that's living to what you need, your dreams, right? Don't put them on a shelf. Um, don't buy that bottle of wine and wait to drink it in 20 years on your 50th anniversary. Drink it tomorrow. Like, what's the point? Dang it. Now I got to go drink that bottle of wine I've been saving for five years. Yeah, open <laughs> ja- it up. <laughs> Jackie, go buy another one. Jackie, this has been great. And, and watchers and listeners, I mean, 
Where else are you going to get advice like this other than the David versus Goliath podcast? I mean, you're talking to... We could do We could do very specific segments once a month. Like, there's topics we could go really deep on, Adam. That I, no, I, 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 I love it. I love it. I don't know about once a month, but I hear what you're saying. I, I think... Yeah. I think having you periodically pop in as the fairy godmother would not necessarily be the worst idea in the world. But um, I will tell you, as you can see, entertainment, right, is important in the show as well. But watchers and listeners, this is great. And when we get back from the break, I want to talk to Jackie about courage, which, as you know, we try to end the show with the courage that it took for her to go from corporate world to working with a maniac like me back to doing her own thing. That takes a lot of courage and a lot of faith. So stay tuned. Here's another important message from another sponsor right here at David versus Goliath. We'll be right back. Northeast Capital has an exciting new program we offer to equipment and software dealers. It provides you the appearance of a private label captive financing program. We call it Our Financial Services. Using Our Financial Services, you can offer your customers your own financing program, including industry-specific payment calculators and unique payment options. Northeast Capital administers a private label program tailored to you and your customers' needs. Learn how we can help you reduce receivables and qualify for your own private label finance program. with our final segment with Jacqueline Mack from Live Your Dreams Like a Boss. I wish I had that song right now. We could just crank it. But I would. they would restrict the episode because it would be violating copyright and therefore I'm not going to do that. Now, Jacqueline, you have obviously a very interesting life. You've had life where you've lived on the road. You have a life now that you have with a beautiful family. You're a successful solopreneur in your own right. You know, having a business that helps provide livelihood and and wealth to your family, to the charities you support, to the people you come in contact with. These are all great blessings that you've been blessed with in your life, you know, but I don't discount the fact that it takes courage. You know, the story of David versus Goliath, we talk a lot about here, hence the name David versus Goliath. He had five smooth stones, you know, and I say there's always five things every business needs to have, the right people. Obviously, the right plans, the right people, the right tools, the right process your people use the tools, and courage or belief. And I believe it was courage that slayed that giant out there with David. He took that slingshot. He's a guy. He didn't even ask for armor. He went out there and he did it. You know, when you decided to create Jacqueline Mack Coaching and now live your dreams like a boss, that takes courage to put yourself out there like that. You know, what was it in you that gave you that intangible and what advice uh, would you give to others that are thinking about doing the same thing right now? Because we have a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs on DVG as well, too. Yes. And I think it honestly, it is the courage. Like you you don't show up without courage. And and the only way to get confident or competent at anything in life is to show up and do something consistently, right? Whether it's a sport, whether it's a, a trait, whether it's something you want to master, you, you have to show up. And showing up requires courage. And for some, it requires a heck of a lot more. Becoming a performing artist, right? Getting on a stage. You'll never catch me singing on a stage. Speaking on a stage, yes. Singing, 
uh, it, it's not in it's not in my wheelhouse, right? Because I haven't put in the courage and time and effort and energy to to get coached in that area. Could I do it if I wanted to? But that's not on my list of things to do. So yeah, I think what people need to really understand, whether it's business or just in life, like some people don't even have the courage to date, right? Their self esteem is so low. Um, you know, dating is similar to finding clients, right? You don't want to ask them to marry you on the first date unless you're really good and have the courage and confidence to ask the right questions and and be that solution for them if it's a good fit. So it really does boil down to courage. And what it takes to have that courage is stepping in and owning your self-worth, right? Knowing that you have a bigger mission and passion, but you can't even understand that unless you get clear on it. It's kind of like saying, hey, I'm heading over here. Well, where's over there? What, what what do you want? What are you passionate about? And if you're if you're not getting clear on that, how are you going to know you're heading in the right direction? How are you knowing you're going to put in the right address for the GPS? Right? It's kind of like blindfolding yourself and you're trying to hit a target and you're throwing darts in front of you and the target's literally right behind you, right? So it, it's courage, but it also is courage to get clear on that. Some people are embarrassed or scared to declare that. I'm not just a life coach. Many people are like, oh, you're a life coach. You're one of them. Oh, you have a background in sales and real estate. Awesome. Great. But it's no, I, I'm beyond that because life coaching is the top part of the iceberg. Everything I do is energetics and mindset and activation and installation and intention that takes you beyond the awareness of just doing life and really being right. And that takes courage. It takes courage for me to even say that on a day to day basis because some people don't even understand it. <laughs> sure, to- totally. You know, it, it, it does take courage. And, you know, there are listeners and watchers right now that are watching this, and I believe they're here for a reason, you know. All of us are where we are right now for a reason. And you're hearing this podcast, you're listening to Jacqueline's story, you're listening to Maniac Man over here tell his uh, rants and raves and his little slogans, which I'm pretty good at, as you know. It's one of my favorite things in the world is come up with a great slogan. What advice do you give to that person who right now hasn't, maybe you know fulfilled or achieve what they've wanted to do what advice would you give to them to help them with discouragement and then what one specific very specific thing would you tell them that they should do to break out of that funk if there was just one thing it's hard to understand the funk if you can't describe it right or even know that you're stuck so if you're feeling stuck why where are you stuck and why and if it's hard to understand why and, and it's okay. Some people say I'm stuck because this person I'm stuck because my spouse doesn't support me in this career change. Cause I've been the breadwinner here and I hate it. Like, for example, I was working with this surgeon who was like, been a surgeon for 20 years and I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. How do I shift out of that? And I'm like, that's scary, right? You have a lifestyle. You're, you know, you're, you haven't allowed your wife to work and bring an income that way, but it's possible. Everything's possible once you're clear. So you got to get clear on what you want. You got to get clear on why you haven't had it yet. <clears throat> and like I said, majority of this is in between the ears. 80% is your belief around it. You believe you can't have it or you believe you can have it. You believe you weren't, you know, your life didn't allow it or your, your family didn't allow it. Or, you know, your friends aren't doing it. So now they'll think you're weird if you're doing it, right? So you got to let go of all of that because in reality, on the flip side is, is, is everything, anything and everything you could possibly imagine. And the one little advice I want to share as far as the uncertainty, the uncertainty of when you're stuck, there's a lot of uncertainty. It's like, I'm stuck. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do next. I don't know who to call is know 
And it might be hard to know this, to know, but really know in your heart, not just in your head, that in that spot of uncertainty, there's so much opportunity. Anything is possible. The more uncertain something in, the more possibilities they are. Like you, you can't deny that. But the more you get stuck in the fact that this is just where it is, that's just where you're going to be because that's what you believe and that's what you're focusing on. So just clarity, clarity on what's working, what what isn't working, clarity on what you want, but even more so, why do you freaking want it? Because you might not want it as bad as you think you do in that moment. And you'll go off on a trajectory that leads you into another job or another career you're trying to avoid or get out of. Yeah, or some people actually think what they want is not what they want. It's what somebody else wants for them. And that's even worse. And, and sometimes I'm sure you do. You know, I love Zig Ziglar, as you know. He's one of my the original positive thinkers in my life. His book, See You at the Top, changed my life when I read it. And he said one of his favorite things was recession was between my two ears. I refuse to participate in it. And so darkness and depression in a lot of cases, although you should always seek help if you're really struggling with it, is a lot of times between here, I refuse to participate with it. And when I find it sneaking up and creeping up on me, whack it down. little prayer, little time in the word for me works great. But there's all these tips and tricks that can help you get out of that funk. But clarity is where we need to be. But one day, even if the clouds are down, they will be lifted. Now, DVG is the greatest podcast in the world, in my opinion, as far as for small businesses. Have you enjoyed being on DVG? I loved it. It's great. Adam, it's always a great conversation with you. Now, Jackie, you know me well enough. What is the one thing I need to be working on? One thing you need to be working on? Honestly, from just this conversation, you've already been working on it. So I want to give you a compliment is being present being present. And this is where the magic happens. Because if you are just focusing on the next question or the next thing, or like you said before, figuring out how you're going to edit out that whatever, you you wouldn't have been present. And you would have probably missed a huge opportunity to ask that next question that would be what the listeners need. Because again, it's not about you and I ever, yeah, ever. Totally. It's not about us. It's about the service of what we can impact and empower those we're serving. Because that's where everybody wins. Because it's their clients that are now going to win. And it's a win for all. And that's why we do what we do. This is amazing. Jacqueline Mack from Live Your Dreams Like a Boss. I am so glad that you came on here with me. It has been awesome. I'm definitely going to have you back. Especially if you're willing to dress up like the fairy godmother. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe. You I haven't done a costume. We love Halloween. Oh, that would um, be so yeah, funny. We'll, we'll figure something out, Adam. You've been, you've been awesome, Jackie. Guys, and uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, watching the DVG podcast, Jacqueline Mack, Adam DeGrade, your host. This has been another fantastic, amazing edition of the David versus Glide podcast. Think about what you learned today. Think about how much it would have cost you to get this kind of advice. This is priceless. Share this with a friend. Share this with a loved one. This isn't just about business. This is how to live better right here on the David versus Goliath podcast. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week and have an awesome day.